Adoption and expensive, two words that do not always belong together. There are 120,000 children in the United States that are waiting for a forever family, and adopting through this option is extremely affordable. I'm Marcy Bursack, an adoptive mom of a sibling pair, and also the author of The Forgotten Adoption Option. Twice monthly, I will interview people like adoptive parents and adopted children who've been touched by foster care adoption. My goal is to find more forever families and increase awareness about foster care adoption. Because if it were you or me, we would want someone to do this for us. Welcome to the Forgotten Adoption Option podcast. This special Mother's Day edition podcast episode is an interview with my children who are an adopted sibling pair. You will hear me refer to them as big brother and little sister because those are the names I use in the blog posts about our foster care adoption journey and in my book, The Forgotten Adoption Option. You can read those blog posts at ForgottenAdoptionOption.com under background on the top menu. Mother's Day weekend is when I met Big Brother and Little Sister for the very first time. So having them on as guests this holiday seemed timely. Hi, Big Brother and Little Sister. Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. Thank you for inviting me on your podcast. I'm really excited. Well, I'm really excited to have you both on. I think it's so brave to be able to share our story. And so I know the listeners are going to wonder, okay, well, how old, Marcy, are your kids? So, little sister, how old are you? Well, I'm nine and about to turn ten. Yep, and by the time this airs, you will almost be closer to being ten, a whole decade old, which is so exciting. And what grade does that put you in, little sister? Well, I'm in fourth grade right now, about to go into fifth. Yep, and how about you, big brother? How old are you and what grade are you in? Well, I'm in um, fifth grade and I'm 11. And, yeah. You are in fifth grade and 11. So that's how old they are now. We met when little sister was a week from turning three, so she was two, and big brother was four. So we actually had the opportunity of celebrating little sister's third birthday with her, which is pretty cool. So we're going to dive into questions. Um, And this is being recorded during the pandemic. So I thought, hey, we should talk about that maybe as part of this interview. So I'm curious, we'll start with big brother. What are some things you've enjoyed doing together as a family during the pandemic? Well, I know one thing that was really fun. We we basically, I don't know, like what would you call it, but we watched all the Harry Potter movies twice. And I like Harry Potter's wand. So I sometimes bring that when we're watching the movie. So Yeah, we watched Harry Potter twice, I think, because it was in the, there's a book we have, it's like 101 movies to watch before you're a grown up. And the first movie was in there. And then we saw that another one was and we learned it was like the fourth movie. So we figured, let's just watch all of them. And it was pretty much age appropriate for you all. So we felt good about that. Now, little sister, how about you? What's something you've enjoyed doing as a family during the pandemic? Well, I've enjoyed watching movies like Big Brother said, and eating together. And also playing outside as a family. Yeah, we've tried some new recipes out. Can you think of any particular recipes you've enjoyed? Um, well, there was like chicken patty sandwiches. And those were good. Or it was like a hamburger recipe. 
Are you thinking about the pressure cooker? Yes. And how, yeah, we like air fried our own chicken patties, which were delicious and crispy and amazing and wonderful. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. Those were Yum. delicious. Yum. Okay, little sister, back to you. Do you remember anything or what do you remember about what the first time you met dad and me? Well, we drove to a park and we met you. We played outside and ate pizza. Do you remember anything we played with? Um, well, Big Brother and my dad um, were playing in the sand mm-hmm. together. At the park, yep. Yep, at the park. And I was sliding down slides with my mom. You were. And I remember you were very, very insistent that you sit on my lap every time. And you would, like, shove your whole body onto my lap. So I had to be okay being like, I can breathe. And you can sit on my lap at the same time. So, yeah, we got to play at a park. Big brother, do you remember anything about when we first met? Well, I do remember the park. And I do remember what... Um, little sister said. We had Pizza Hut pizza. We had soda. And we played with bubbles. Dad and I stopped. There was like a Walmart because you all were from a small town. And on the way, it was four hours across Missouri. So on our drive, we left. I think we got up at like four o'clock that morning. And we were on the road at like five. It was really, really early because we were trying to get to we had to meet with a social worker first. And we got to read like inches of paperwork about you. And there were no pictures So we had no idea what you looked like, and we ended up meeting at a park, and we had picked up at the Walmart, like, some big bubble wands, and I think we had, like, a Velcro baseball set, like, where you could throw this Velcro ball. Do you remember that, Big Brother? Yes, I do, and that was, like, really fun. You could put it on your hand, and you would throw it, and, like, you could catch it. Yeah. And our listeners might be thinking, okay, so you you met them, what'd you do? So we, um, my husband and I, were asked to be a legal risk pre-adoptive home for Big Brother and Little Sister. And what that means, because this is like fun terminology, is that Big Brother and Little Sister had been in and out of foster care uh, for their lives. Uh, Little Sister was six months old when she first went into foster care, and Big Brother was um, almost two years old. And so it was looking like they might need to be adopted. And so my husband and I got to meet them. They, they did like a call, like a, like a plea, if you will, to licensed families across Missouri and said, we have these two kids, we need someone. And I think 10 families applied and they picked our family. They picked my husband and me. And so we got to go meet big brother and little sister and they were staying with, maybe you all remember this. They were staying with this amazing foster family in their rural town it was the only foster family in that whole town and it was a couple that lived on a farm and they were in their 70s and they were absolutely wonderful people do you remember anything about that little sister i remember big brother rode on a tractor at the farm yeah that's so fun and i think i was watching in the window Do you remember some of those positive memories? Big Brother, do you remember anything about the the last foster family you were with? Oh, yeah. I remember the big Buzz Lightyear from, like, Toy Story. I loved playing with that. And what, like, little sister said, I loved, like, playing in the tractor. And I also loved playing outside. I got a lot of ticks. So I would wash those down in the drain and light them on fire. Well, I wouldn't actually light them on fire. Ah. 
but yeah. It's interesting the the memories that you have from I think you were only with them about a month. Um, I think you were supposed to be with them a week, but their um, the person that was in social services had some like medical procedure, so they had to delay being able to find you a pre adoptive home. So that's really cool that you remember those things. Okay, so kind of with that, I'm going to start with Big Brother. Do you remember anything about being in foster care? Well, I remember, like, the house. I remember, like, some houses. And one of them was, like, um, it was, like, bigger. And there was these stairs, and I just remember, I don't know, like, who it was, but somebody like else in my family like my first family and they like kind of like they fell and so like on their knee so I remember that and also I remember another house where um I had a tv right in front of me and I could watch shows all time and also I remember having like a phone with a red case so that was bizarre it's interesting the details we remember at such a young age, because you would have been, like, under age four at that time. How about you, little sister? What do you remember? Well, I remember, I th- think, we went to six homes before You did. Home? You lived in six different homes before you moved in with Dad and me. That's a lot of homes. It is a lot of different homes. Do you remember anything else? No, Because you were really, really little. Not really. Yeah. Big Brother, something else you wanted to say? Yeah, I also remember, like, there was a, like, kind of a park near the thing I mentioned about having, like, the TV in my room. And also, like, there was a house, basically, I, they told, like, my first family told me there was a boogeyman in the closets and downstairs in the basement. It still frightens me today, so that's why I kind of don't like the dark. And we also ate, like, macaroni. That's all we ever ate, basically, what I remember. Which maybe you ate more. That's just what you remember. That's really, really interesting. Little sister, did something else come to mind? Well, I remember um, in one of the houses, there was, like, this, like, ball, like, like, play balls, like, in this room, and we just threw them around. How interesting. So I'm really curious because when we were prepping for this episode, um, one thing Big Brother had asked me was this question specifically about foster care. And it almost seemed like, and let me think about how to ask this question. Like, do you all realize you were in foster care? And we'll start with little sister. Like, do you realize you were in foster care? Do you even know what foster care is? I know what foster care is. I don't think I really realized I was in foster care. I thought I was just moving a lot. Huh. You're just moving around? Which makes sense because you, you like, kind of moved a lot with biological relatives and then before mom and dad you moved in with a, a more traditional foster family. Someone you weren't related to that was in the community. Yeah. So I didn't know that I was in foster care but I didn't know what foster care was. Sure. And you probably just thought moving was normal because that's what you did. Yeah. What about you, Big Brother? Did you do you realize you were in foster care? I don't think I did. I just thought maybe like that we just couldn't find like maybe a home right home. And also I just guess maybe I thought we were visiting like maybe grandparents or something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of seemed normal because it's what you were doing. You were just moving around. So I'm curious, Big Brother, we'll start with you because I know, let's see, to give our listeners context, you were adopted, so your last name legally changed right as you were entering kindergarten. So you were starting a new school and we kind of let you decide as a person when you wanted to tell people that you were adopted. And I know in the recent past, especially as a family, when we agreed, we wanted to use our story to help encourage other families to adopt through foster care, that some kids you've kind of been more comfortable or you've talked about it at school with other friends. So I'm curious, how do others react when you tell them you're adopted? Well, basically how I feel or maybe how they feel that they think I have a third eyeball, which like basically because they might not like like have experience like having a different home and then moving with like a different family and having like basically two sets of um like parents I they think that might be really weird so yeah yes yeah, so you're saying they can't really relate to it because they're like well I don't know what that's like yeah. how about you little sister how do people react when you say you're adopted <laughs> Well, like Big Brother said, they look at me like I have a third eyeball. And they say, oh, like it's a question. But they don't know how it feels. So I wouldn't expect them to do something different. So let's say there's people listening that they might hear you. They might wonder. Maybe there's someone in their life that is adopted. And they're thinking, what should I say when someone says I'm adopted. So, little sister, what do you wish someone would say when you say, I was adopted? I wish someone would say, oh, that's super cool. Or something kind of more polite. Mm, interesting. And Big Brother, what do you wish people would say? Well, <clears throat> I think, like, maybe they could ask, like, maybe, like, can I hear your story? Like, how did you, like, come to be adopted and be in foster care? And, like, they could ask questions about that. Okay, I'm going to follow up with the big brother because I know somebody out there is thinking, but that feels kind of nosy. Like, how, how can they know if you want to share that part of your story? Like, what could they ask you? How would they know if you wouldn't get mad or upset at them for asking something so personal? Like, maybe say, do you mind if I could hear your story? And it's okay if you say no. I'm just interested in your story. So, yeah. That's really thoughtful. Hopefully people now know how to react. So I'm curious, um, Big Brother, you mentioned earlier that you have two sets of parents. So you have a biological set of parents, and then you have an adopted set of parents. What is that like? Well, it feels, like, different. Like, maybe, like, a par- like maybe, like, children who have only one set of parents like they can only relate to one set of parent instead of two. So it might feel like kind of like kind of weird to hear that you have two sets of parents. Was it weird for you to hear that you have two sets of parents? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm it's kind of like different than other people. How about you little sister? What does it feel like to know you have two sets of parents? Well, I feel like big brother said it feels different. Like good different? Like weird different? What kind of different? It was, it's not weird different, but it's not a, well, it's 
not a good different, but it's not a bad different. It's just a different. Mm-hmm. And you all have seen pictures, because um, you, you know. I mean, I think it, it's healthy that you know that you look like your biological parents. Like, that's where your DNA comes from, right? And so one of the things I've loved that people have told mom and dad over time is that you tend to, you can begin to look like people you love. And I also think what's interesting, because people have mentioned in photographs that we look like we're family, and we do, but one thing I also think is really interesting that I think people sometimes forget is that if you both know this, dad is not related to me. Like, we don't share DNA, and we shouldn't, because that's against the law, but we love each other so very much. And I know some people have a question about, like, how can you adopt children that aren't related to you? And I'm like, well, then how do you marry someone? (laughs) that you're not related to. So it's the same sort of thing that happens. So yeah, I don't actually share DNA with anyone in our family. In fact, the only people in our family that share DNA are little sister and big brother. You two have the same DNA or at least pieces of it. So that's pretty special in my mind. Okay. On the note of talking about the biological family, dad and I have been very intentional about not having contact with your biological family while you're growing up. What are your thoughts? I'm going to start with little sister about that decision. I agree because I do not need that in my life. And what don't you need in your life? Well, I don't need to really talk to them. I can talk to them when I get old enough to talk to them. Are you mad that we made that decision or do you have any thoughts on I'm, that? I'm not mad that you made that decision because you're my parent and someday I will... Hopefully meet them, but I don't need it right now. Yeah, and Dad and I have been really open with you both about that, that, you know, one day when you're a parent, you can make that decision, and we might be doing it wrong. We don't know. We just feel like for our family right now, that's the right decision that we've come to a conclusion on. Mm-hmm. Big Brother, what are your thoughts about that decision that Dad and I have made? I do agree, because anything could happen. They could send, like, inappropriate pictures. And we don't need that in our life. Like, it's not appropriate. And they could say anything. Like, bad words. Or, like, do anything to you. So, I fully agree. And I think that's a really good idea. So, So one thing I know people wonder, and I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but they wonder, like, are you mad? Or what feelings do you have? at your biological family. We don't have to go into exactly why you were in foster care. I think that's your own information. But what are your feelings towards your biological family? And I'm going to start with Big Brother. Well, sometimes I do feel mad because, like, my biological mom, like, they didn't want to give me up. But my biological dad, like, knew it was the right decision. So kind of a little, like, like, mad towards like my biological mom so yeah yeah and part of that just so the listeners understand so um big brother and little sister's biological dad gave up his parental rights so instead of waiting for the state to decide that that was where things were heading he electively he went ahead and said i want to give my children up for adoption and it um big brother and little sister's biological mom really didn't want to give up trying and she had had a long time to try uh you all were in care let's see if big brother was almost two when he went into care you were adopted when you were five and that's three years of time 
And so um, just to paint some color for our listeners of what Big Brother's talking about, that it's tricky because biological mom wanted to keep trying, but biological dad, and they um, were not married at um, the time when all of this stuff was happening at the end. And so um, it was just a decision that he felt differently than her on. So just so that you have some context behind that, my listeners can follow along. How about you, little sister? What are your feelings? Well, I'm frustrated because I wish they would have took better care of Big Brother and me. So I'm frustrated. And what are you frustrated about? Well, if, like, I don't understand why it took three years and they couldn't still do it. So you're frustrated at, like, how long it took and it still didn't work? Yeah. This is good. This is so fun. I love I love doing the podcast in this way because when I had Dad on, I learned stuff I didn't know, and I didn't know you felt frustrated. So I am learning through this. So, little sister, we're going to start with you. What's something you wish people knew about children who get adopted through foster care? Well, I wish they knew it was worth it because the children in foster care need someone that can take care of them. And what's the worth it part? What's worth it? Well, they can raise kids and still have kids, even though they're not um, biologically related to them. That's a really sweet answer, little sister. Big Brother, how about you? Well, like little sister said, I agreed to what she said. And also, I think it's worth it to adopt, too, because then you're helping other children or maybe a teenager or how old like like who you are adopting and I just think it's worth it because you're helping somebody that like had like went through something hard and then now you're helping somebody like to go through something good so yeah it's a great way to put it big brother do you think that you're going to adopt when you're older Probably. Do you have any idea how many kids? Probably two. Probably two. Do you think they'll be biological siblings? I don't know. Maybe I'll, if it happens that they're biological, well then that's great. Just brings back memories of little sister and I. So, That's so sweet. Little sister, do you think you'll adopt? Definitely yes. Yes, I will. And I'll adopt three children that's what I want to do so I'm so curious if either of you thought about like how so the person you marry needs to vote on this too right so what do you think you'll say or how how do you think you'll talk about it to see if they'll do it like they'll agree well I will say hey I'm thinking about adopting and I want to adopt three children. Are you okay with that? Or do you want to adopt two or one? Or how many do you want to adopt? What do you think, big brother? Well, I would say that, hey, this is like on my mind. So, like, if we were to get married, um, do you think we could actually, like, adopt? And, like, do you think we could have two or how many we, like, feel that we should have. 
Yeah, Dad and I talked about adoption before we got married, too. So I think that helps you kind of know before you get married and spend the rest of your lives together. One of the things that happens, or at least happened for us because of adoption, was there are memories, like photographs and answers to things that Dad and I don't have about you. So for instance, like, I don't know what your first word was. I don't know how old you were when you walked. And in fact, I don't have hardly any pictures of anything before we met. And I'm curious, what are your feelings about that? Little sister, we'll start with you. Well, I'm fine with it because it's not that important to me because it's not really important because I'm still me even if I don't have that information that's a good perspective maybe I should have asked you this before the podcast because I'm like I felt guilty so many times when school will ask for things and I'm like I don't have that like I'll be asked by other adults often moms who want to know different details about oh what was and I think it's just meant because we have kids in similar grades or ages and they have questions but I don't always know the answers to like when you started eating certain foods or when you were potty trained I don't know that Uh, dad and I joke dad often jokes sometimes with people that you guys came potty trained like you came housebroken so uh, big brother what are your feelings about those details not really being answers that dad and I have Oh, they're laughing. They're laughing about the potty trained. So there's some giggles in the background right now. Uh, we're, we're in a stage that uh, potty and like words about the bathroom. Um, they're pointing at each other. So if you could see this, they're just being really silly. So we're getting laughs on the other end, but we'll go back to feelings. So big brother, what are your feelings about not having those details? Well, it's like maybe it, you don't really need to feel guilty because basically you're walking. And I mean, if you really feel that it's important like you could like basically I don't know like just like assume that maybe it was at this age so So. you can kind of create your own answer little sister has something else to say like big brother said it's walking it's not that important everyone walks so you don't need to know when you walk this is important milestones I, I guess that people kind of keep track of and big brother what were your thoughts even dogs walk. Yes. Even dogs walk. Not everyone walks, right? Like sometimes kids yeah. don't get to develop and do those things. But you're right that it, it, okay, maybe it's not a missing piece. So I'm curious as we wrap up, I have, I have two last questions for you. One is about getting to like a healthy place with your feelings and your thoughts. Adults might call that like emotions or mentally healthy things like that. And so we've done some things as a family by way of like play therapy. We've done this app called Mightier that's out of Boston Children's Hospital and Harvard University. And it's it's this like, I'm going to use some adult words, I guess. You guys can kind of follow along, but like emotional regulation. So like how do you help yourself know how to get your feelings out in a healthy way? So I'm curious for our listeners, because I think one thing I would imagine they're hearing and thinking as you all have answers is you it, it you sound very mature and you sound like you're in a healthy place to talk about your feelings. So I'm really curious if you have any advice for people of any age that might feel like I could not ne- one thing I've heard is I could never tell someone that I was adopted or I could never tell someone that my child was adopted. Like what encouragement do you have for them? We'll start with little sister. Well, it's okay to tell someone that 
and you just need to talk about it. Because if you never talk about it to anyone, you're never going to tell anyone. What if you you don't don't know who to talk to, though? You talk to someone that you trust and someone that you know that wouldn't go telling it to everyone that you don't trust. Who would be someone like that in your life? Like, who who would you know to go talk to as as a fourth grader? Well, probably my mom and dad... Well, you already know that I'm adopted because you're the one who And if you felt like you had feelings that maybe you weren't comfortable telling your mom and dad, who would you talk to if your mom and dad weren't people you felt comfortable telling? Maybe I would talk to the school counselor because I know she's supposed to help kids with their feelings. Big Brother, do you have other thoughts on that? About talking about feelings and, and working through... It's really good to talk about your feelings because then you can get all the things out that you need to say. So I think you should talk about your feelings because it really helps you get out your, like, emotions and what you have to say. And what's what's the opposite of that, Big Brother? Like, if you didn't talk about it, what, what have you seen happen or what do you know happens if you keep all your feelings in? Probably you'd get really stressed and... Like, sooner or later, your mom or your dad or, like, somebody close to you would ask, like, are you okay? Like, do you need to talk about your feelings? So as a final question as we wrap up, I'm wondering, because one thing as a family we talked about before we ever published the forgotten adoption option was, is it okay for people to know our story? And I remember Big Brother, you had a question right away. You said, Mom. Will this help other kids? And Dad and I said, yes, that's the hope, that other kids will be able to get adopted because people can be aware that they can adopt through foster care. So as we wrap up, I'm going to start with Big Brother. What do you hope happens with this podcast, your episode, the whole Forgotten Adoption Option podcast, and the book, The Forgotten Adoption Option? What do you hope happens with it? Well, I hope it helps a lot of people like think about maybe like even if you have kids or maybe you're single or maybe you haven't had kids you should think about like adopting because you might not want to like um like you might want to adopt so I think and also it will help a lot of children who are in foster care or maybe they just got in foster care because then they can have a healthy family instead of a like bad kind of horrible family how about you little sister what do you hope happens well i hope that more families adopt through foster care and tell their friends and no matter what the child they're planning on to adopt like has gone through they should still adopt that child why do you say that Why should they still adopt the child, no matter what the child's gone through? Because if you still adopt the child, it'll have a more stable home and someone that they can look up to as an example. Big Brother, you're motioning that you have an answer here. You have something you want to add? Yes. And also, every kid should deserve to have a really strong family who is... That basically like thrives and has a healthy life. So I think 
Yeah. Strong families. Big brother, little sister, it has been so fun to have you on. And my heart feels warm. And I think you both shared from your heart. And I just want to say thank you for coming on and being open to share your story. As a listener of the Forgotten Adoption Option podcast, you are helping raise awareness about foster care adoption and the 120,000 children who are waiting for a forever family. You can also help raise awareness by leaving a review, subscribing, sharing, talking about, and liking this podcast. If you'd like more information on adopting a child or sibling set through the foster care system, visit my website, forgottenadoptionoption.com. There you will find out how to get started, and you can even order a copy of my book, The Forgotten Adoption Option, which will guide you through the entire process, and it is available in paperback, audio, and ebook. I welcome you to reach out with questions, comments, and your own story. I would love to hear if you're signing up for training or where you are in the adoption process. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search for Marcy Bursack. Thank you for tuning in, caring, and sharing, because every child deserves a family.